Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Hi, I'm Megan Gilger, and welcome to the Friday Meditation. Hey friends, how is your week going? We are deep into winter. We are almost at midwinter, if we shall name it that. I think we're there, you know. Um, Midwinter, I think, is a solid like four-week period of time. And I think think we're there. I mean, pretty much every day right now, it's snowing. We're in like a, a wave of snow. So I... I feel like we've entered that state. Thus, why I felt like this meditation today was really good because I think at some point in winter, no matter how much you love it, even in this, even in summer, I feel this like there's like this angst with that season. All of a sudden, it's like when you're eating in season and you've been eating asparagus to the point that you're just tired of it. I haven't gotten tired of winter. Don't get me wrong. I love winter, just like I love summer, just like I love fall. But there's definitely a point where it starts feeling like, man, you know, like I I could see, you know, in a couple months or like a few weeks, like maybe that would be nice, you know, or starting to like remember what it was like to garden and my my energy for it is starting to emerge. So I think that's normal. I think that's incredibly normal. And to say it's not, or to say, I think there was like an Atlantic article that a bunch of people were posting and it was about basically more or less that like you can acknowledge something is challenging, but still find the, the beauty in it more or less. I think that was like what I was saying. And I think that is okay to say. Like Winter is challenging. I won't lie. We had a couple rough moments um, with winter already this year. So it definitely has its challenges, but it also has an immense amount of beauty. Like I'm in the middle, kids are screaming and wanting dinner. And it's like that post school angst in the house. And if you know, you know, and Mike texts me, 
because he was working at that time. And he's like, look outside. The snow is amazing. And sure enough, he was right. The sun was starting to dip. The snow was just perfect. It looked like a snow globe. It was unbelievable. And normally in the spring and summer, those kids would be running outside and I wouldn't have to think twice about all the screaming. But I also wouldn't get that view. So it it's everything has these challenges. And to deny the fact that they that it doesn't is to, is to have, I guess, as the article said, toxic positivity. Because there's nothing wrong with something being hard. What can be wrong is how we perceive that that challenge. And I love the concept of seeing the challenge, acknowledging it, saying, this is hard. It's not comfortable. I'm struggling. But also saying, you know, even amongst the struggle, I see where I'm growing. I see that I am doing great things, that the sunset is amazing. <laughs> you know, there's there's ways to see these things. So though this isn't exactly what the meditation is on today, it's a little bit about that. It's about midwinter because midwinter itself is about that. It is about feeling the the sting of the cold, but the invigoration all in the same breath because you're completely in it your routines are stuck. They're there. They have grooved themselves into your life, just like summer ones will eventually too. But for now, we're with the winter ones. And it's about finding that as incredibly awesome as as well as acknowledging its challenges. But I have this theory about different points in the year that it's similar to different points in our day. So like I've said before in our newsletter and different places, and if you're in the community, you've definitely heard this from me, that every season or every single few months, like even each month is kind of like one hour in the day. And for me, midwinter is always that feeling of like, um, 2 to 4 a.m., 3 a.m., somewhere in there. And I was reading about, once again, reading something about, I think it was actually in Wintering, the book by Catherine May that we're reading in the community right now, which I highly suggest. She talks about how there's like this wakeful period in the middle of the night where like we kind of are in this dream state. Mike calls it that you're drunk. Like... Because it was especially at the beginning of the pandemic, he'd wake up at 3 a.m. and it was like everything was way worse than it actually was. And you're like somewhere between reality and dream state. And so your brain can't figure out what's real and what's not. And so that's sort of like what midwinter is a little bit. Not in a scary way. I I mean it more in like a you're in this like space where you should be dreaming, you should be in the depths of you're resting and healing and sleeping and and doing some deep work, you know, whether it's on yourself, in your business, and in whatever it is. For me, it's in my business right now. <laughs> and but I do that so that then when the sun shines, I'm ready to be awake. I'm ready to be out there. I'm ready to 
do all these things that summer allows us to do in a much easier way. So we'll reach noon eventually, but right now it's 3 a.m. and we are for sure in need of some dreaming. So that's what this meditation is about today. And it is called putting pen to paper. In the depths of midwinter, the whole world around us is tucked under the snow. The sky lingers with low clouds. The holidays and celebrations are long past, and we can feel the depths of winter around us. Our routines have become what feels normal, finally. Comforting, yet almost beginning to itch a little like the old wool sweater we have on. Our garden shoes have gathered dust under the mudroom bench, and some dust bunnies have made their homes inside them. The greenhouse is snow-piled beside its walls, creating a held position in the garden. Somewhere under the depths of that snow sleep garlic bulbs and soil resting and building, even as the days of winter become worn in like the track to the coop has become now in the snow. The snow storm is raging on outside, but when when midwinter arises, I light the fire and begin a new routine, my garden plans. I unroll a giant piece of paper. I have an acre and one acre to plan. The space under the orchards are supposed to become food for us soon, and I'm desiring to let my yarrow become wild outside the contained beds of the garden this year. The snow falls, and yet I am suspended somewhere between dreaming and reminiscing of my garden. The ache for the days in the soil doesn't feel that much different than the ache of the cold in my bones after a long walk on a very cold afternoon. It is present, obvious, and cannot be ignored, yet invigorating in some exciting way. I sketch the boundaries of the spaces. I close my eyes and see them in bloom. I allow some simple jazz music to play alongside the sound of the fire and the wafting smell of last summer's saved herbs that have been warmed for tea while I linger in the space best offered to me in midwinter. I see the shape of the trees, the new placement of raspberries, the way the garlic will protect the kale, and it feels like an orchestra playing in my head. The large snowflakes fall in the garden I am dreaming of. To design a garden in the depths of winter when the sky is low and the work hidden beneath the mounting layers is a pure act of hope. I realized long ago that gardeners are dreamers. They are people who believe that one seed can feed them. When you think about it practically, it makes no sense how a tiny thing, a hem, a kale seed, can feed and nourish us so deeply. Yet here we are picturing a world those seeds are placing food on our tables, life in our souls, and are doing it all in weather that is not our current reality. To garden is an act of complete faith in the movement of the seasons. It is to believe that every winter has an end and that the light will always fully return. I think about that often at nights like this when you just, when just under the wind I hear the hungry coyotes' songs on the wind of this storm that wasn't in the forecast. As the night wanes on, I see the pictures of the next garden come to life. I see the cosmos dancing under the sunflowers and the corn waving in the wind. I can smell the tomatoes, the basil, the dill, the lemon balm, the flowers. It feels so real. Planting a garden in the depths of winter has taught me the purpose of midwinter. It has taught me about how we are meant to dream in these days, how midwinter is the 3 a.m. of the year. 
We are meant to let our minds wander, create, rest, heal, worry, solve the deeper problems, but most of all, hope and have faith. Planting our gardens in this season may seem cruel, but I have realized for many years it is far from it. For some of us, it is how we endure it all. It is it is what keeps our eyes on growth. It is what carries us. Most of all, it is a simple reminder that when times are hard or things are dark, we can still dream and in fact we should. It is a reminder that these quiet days only last for so long. Soon enough, things change and we can use this time to dream and create just the way we were intended. I just love the act of just doing this exact thing. And I was thinking about it tonight as <laughs> I definitely couldn't go and do that. I hear recording and I had some work to get done, but it is my favorite thing. And it is on my list of things to do this weekend. And there's a snowstorm coming in. There's a lot of things I that winter needs to hold still. And I don't, I am not yet ready for that summer. But I think so often when I put the pen to paper and I start dreaming about this world that seems so distant. And I realize how often it carried me, like even in the depths of the pandemic when so much was unknown. All I craved was that garden. All I could think about was how something would grow. And even in that darkness, that somehow was the world shook and shook and tried to find its place and we're starting to get there. I felt like I need to see something grow. I need something to, to go, to do something, to become, to flourish. And I think that is exactly why we have to put pen to paper in the depths of winter. We have to dream about a world that doesn't exist right in front of us. And sometimes that's all we need to just make it to the next thing. I love doing that. I'm somebody who loves dreaming. I love coming up with ideas. And so much of what is our life, this home, the gardens itself, they were once dreams. And I think whenever, and they were once just sketches on paper. And what I've found is that when we do that, it starts to put them into action. And so I think there's just that instant of hope that something is different beyond what we know right now. And there's nothing wrong with that. There's absolutely nothing to dream beyond where we are. And we should always do it. And I'll tell you that so many times those gardens never become what I dream them to be. But they get me there. They get me to put my hands back in the soil and get excited. So I hope this gets you excited this weekend to do this exact thing. That no matter what the weather is outside your window, even if the garden feels far away, maybe even you can't grow a garden like you would want to. Maybe it's okay to just let yourself do it, to dream a little, dream about something, something that may be six months away, two months away, whatever it is. 
I think it's time to dream. Use this time to do that. So I hope you do. Until then, my friends, I'll see you out there. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.